something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton, coming to you from inside the secret broadcast cave of the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson was instrumental in developing the PBA Lane Maintenance Program in 1971, and it is still referred to today. He was a founding member of the Bowling Foundation, which was created to find solutions to scoring issues in bowling. Len has been with the Kegel Company since 1995. He was also a recipient of the Bowling Industries Flowers for the Living Award and the John Davis Award in recognition for his contributions to the sport. And now the Phantom and his friends are hosting the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club. The Phantom will tell you more. So Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Cagle Company the number one lane maintenance company in the world for all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support. You can always rely on the Kegel company. So go to kegel.net. Well, Phantom fans, this week we have yet another special guest to talk to as we continue to interview who's who in the world of bowling in each and every area of our great sport. And our guest this week is a man that I've yet to meet in person, but I can't wait to do just that. And we have talked on the phone a couple of times because I have heard of his son through the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club, and we wanted to interview the youngster based on all of his accomplishments. And so we did two shows with the kid and found out that he was excellent on the microphone as well as everything else. And with a young man... He was so impressive that I needed to talk to his father. So this time I I asked him to to send me his bowling resume, and he did. And as soon as I started reading it, I knew how and why his son was so impressive. In the very first paragraph, I knew that this special person was a five-tool player. And rather than brag about his own accomplishments, In his resume, he went on to talk about his love for his family, his wife, Jennifer, his daughter, who is away in college and soon to be a creative artist. And then also he spoke highly of his son, Rush. You know, he even talked about his dog, Bowie. You know, and uh, that's just so impressive to me. Rather than brag about himself, the first thing he wanted to talk about was his family. and, And I love that. But let's get him out here and learn more about him. So, Phantom fans, here is Mr. Brandon Steen. Hello, Brandon. Welcome to Phantom Radio. Hi, Len. Thanks for having me. Well, it's my honor. It's my pleasure. And uh, I want to thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. Uh, As you know, we interview all types of people on our show, not just pro bowlers, but also coaches, industry experts, uh, you name it, we'll, we'll have them on the show because we want to learn as much as we can 
about the entire game sport of bowling. And we get a lot of different opinions. And we don't we don't call this a, a jock shock show. We're not here to be controversial. We're here to be positive. If you want to hear controversy, just go to any kind of a concourse. You could talk lane conditions and, and get in an argument one way or another. It's kind of like I tell everybody there's three things you don't talk about religion, politics, and lane conditions. So <laughs> we don't want to get into any arguments. Everybody has their own opinion. But I want to get to know you a little bit better. So if you don't mind, um, how did you get started in bowling? So if you can briefly give us a rundown of, of your start. Yeah, and actually, uh, I got started. We had moved towns when I was, I just finished fifth grade and uh, moved to a town I didn't know anyone. And I just went to the local bowling center and started there. I, I had never bowled before other than maybe at a couple birthday parties. The manager at the at the Waverly Bowl in, uh, Chuck Lunning, and the owners there instantly just were super nice, uh, offered me some part-time work in the summer, cutting down the weeds in the dry run, urethane <laughs> in the Pindex, those type of things. And before you know it, I was bowling every day, and the rest is history. <laughs> so you got hooked, and you got high, too, in the back ends of I've done that a few times myself. You know, uh, in order to do a radio show like this, um, podcast, whatever you want to call it, uh, you, you ask the, the guests, you know, a few things about themselves, and uh, you're not one to brag. So I had to reach out to talk to some other people that knew you. And so I did. I asked them about you and, and, and things like that. So I've got a few people's resume behind me that uh, – know about your game and and you got to be pretty good bowler so if you don't mind frankly just tell us in your own words how good did you really get oh that is that is so hard to define in, in today's world um i did ball collegially and you know I was, i've been a competitive bowler for 30 years so uh after and a handful of 300 and 800. Uh, as far as the type of bowler I am, Len, and or have been, because um, I've, I've kind of uh, migrated into the has-been category a little bit, um, I did bowl collegiately, and I've, I've bowled competitively for the last 30-plus years. Um, I really enjoy the sports side of bowling. Um I don't know. I've got a handful of 25 or so 300s and a small handful of 800s. But <laughs> yes. I, uh, I actually didn't shoot 800 until I was 45 years old. Wow. Yeah. So that was, uh, that grew to be a, a fun topic and almost uh, a joke amongst the people that I bowled with, just whether I was going to actually sh shoot one or not. Um, but it finally came, and then they started coming, um, you know, a little quicker after that. But no, I, you know, I've been a two thirty average bowler or so for for several years, and um, had some success there. But I've really kind of migrated towards the coaching side of things and the tournament organization side of things. Yeah, I'm going to dig into that too. Um, 
How about golf? Tell us a little bit about your golf career. Oh, uh, golf. I used to be a really competitive golfer. Um, and then golf was interesting to me because, you know, a lot of people go golfing to enjoy it and relax. And, and I do really enjoy golf, but as I stopped playing, I still expected myself to do what I used to be able to do. And that didn't work. Of course, we all know that. Um, so I really started fishing a lot more and I found fishing. I was able to relax and just stay in my element and not be frustrated, uh, because of something that I expected out of myself. So that's yeah, where I, go ahead. Yeah. That's kind of where I've uh, shifted to. Well, you know, I talked to your son on the phone, uh, on the podcast, he talked about fishing and you've kind of passed that along to him, right? So you're getting him to learn how to relax himself. Absolutely. He loves it. And, uh, it's something that I'm hoping our family can do for years to come together. You know, you've been around for a while and, uh, you're not only a, an accomplished bowler, but you're also a great coach and an organizer of things. You have a wonderful family and we could talk for hours and hours. Unfortunately, our show is only about 25 minutes long. And uh, I always have to make a decision about halfway through. Are we going to continue with this? But I still got 30 or 40 more questions. So I'm going to ask you if you want to come back, you know, down the road a week or two or whatever I fit, fit you in, because I got a whole lot more to talk to you about, my friend. I absolutely would love to anytime. Uh, that's great because, you know, uh, there's all kind of podcasts out there. And I've been on a few, a couple of them were an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 30 minutes. It's great to try to learn all you can about somebody, but you got to take in mind the people that are listening. You know, if I turn on a, a podcast, it says an hour. I don't have an hour to listen to something, you know, but it's like Seinfeld, which was a great show for years and years, 25 minutes, that's it. And leave them wanting more, you know? So yeah, if we can do a couple of shows with 25 minutes, maybe 10 shows with you, I, I don't know how much we can get into you, but uh, I, I really think it's an honor to talk to you and, and the clock is not going to be a factor because I am going to have you back uh, so we can get more in. But anyway, uh, I'm glad you can come back. But before we talk any more about bowling, I hear that not only were you a heck of a golfer, but you're also one heck of a league coordinator and organizer with all kinds of things, not only with coaching your son, but uh, I understand that the high school bowling in Iowa is huge. And you're a pretty big factor in a lot of those areas, right? Yeah, I've... Uh... I've been coaching in the high school arena for, you know, a handful of years now. I really enjoy it. And yes, Iowa um, high school bowling is a pretty popular deal. It's a, it's a varsity sport here. So you can letter and we hold our state tournaments, all of that. Um, it's, it's really enjoyable. Um, but from the coaching standpoint, the high school kids, uh, it's such a, awesome age group where you have an opportunity to really make an impact on the kids. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. You know, 
We're going to talk a little bit about coaching now, but I got a whole lot more to talk about you next time. But uh, you're a USBC silver level coach. And there's a three divisions there, the gold, silver, and, and bronze. Um, but I also see that you're a certified Kegel master in two areas, one being direction and one being speed release. So those are very, very important. And those are kind of like things that a lot of people don't have, but you've got those. So is that one of the reasons why you think that uh, you've advanced Rush in such a degree? Absolutely. Um, those two Kegel master classes were, I mean, just priceless. They uh, Spending a few days down there with Dell and Ruben, I mean, they were the instructors. So so wise um I, I didn't i didn't expect the amount of knowledge i gained before i went to the class but after i went to the first class the direction class which was actually online because it was during covid um, i couldn't wait to go to the speed and release class and visit the actual kegel training center and that was just an amazing experience um, but the knowledge i gained from those two classes uh, definitely have aided me in, in the coaching of Rush and my high school teams, et cetera. And it's uh, so glad I did it. And I, and I continue to hop on the quarterly calls with the coaches. And it's just a continuous learning process um, surrounded by really good minds, which which I just love. It's, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, you've gotten into it pretty serious. Uh, you know, coaching is something that's kind of, weird it's subjective uh there's a lot of uh, bronze level coaches that really don't know a whole lot they're mostly volunteers that go down there on saturday morning and kind of keep the kids in line make sure they don't go over the foul line don't stick their hand down the ball return get their fingers all busted up and then it advances to the silver level where you're at and uh then there's one more level after that the gold coaches um and I've been around a long time, and there's a fellow named Billy Hall that has no certificates at all. He's one of the greatest coaches I've ever seen. He's got a good pair of eyes. He knows the game. He knows fundamentals. He can see a problem. And uh, it's not an accident that he, he coached uh, Brian Voss. He, he coached uh, Norm Duke. He coached Danny Wiseman. Uh, you don't need a certificate to be that good. So... Uh, I don't know if you're going to advance to be a gold level coach or not. That's all up to you. But uh, I think you're in the right direction by going to Kegel because they get all the modern, you know, TikToks, whatever you want to call them, things to do down there and learn. So I'm <laughs> yeah. proud of you for going down there. And uh, Thank you. who knows? Maybe your kid will win the bass fishing contest some year. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know. You just never know. Uh, <laughs> All right, so one last thing before we got to let you go till next time. We've learned a little bit about you, okay? So I don't want to get too deep into this because it's personal probably, but. Absolutely. I am a mortgage banker by trade. Um, I have been originating mortgage loans for people that want to buy a house or refinance their house. I've been doing that for the past 13 years. Um, I also just recently got my real estate license. So I'm able to help people on that end as well. 
you are a well-rounded man and you know I, I don't know everything about you but just by your resume that you sent me and uh, i know you know about sports and so i made a mention of something that uh, i know didn't go over your head but i'm sure when i called you a five-tool player uh, that's what willie mays is hank aaron you know all the great all all famers uh, if you don't have it all you don't have much at all but you're very impressive. I appreciate you being on. Um, I can see by the all clock and wall we are out of time, but uh, I want to thank you again for being here with us. That's probably why they call it the fastest show in all the sports, but I really want you to know that I appreciate you being on with us and giving our listeners all this pre-information. We're going to get a lot more out of you the next time and the next time and the next time because I really enjoyed talking with you and I'm learning some from you just by talking to you, and I love it. But thanks again for taking the time to be here with us, and you take good care of yourself and, and your family, and we will have you back as soon as possible, all right? You bet, Lan. I really appreciate it. I look forward to uh, diving into some more things, and thank you very much for your time. All right. I'm not going to get too personal with it, but I'm going to try to pick your brain as much as I can because we need more people like you out there that – not only love the sport, they love their family too. So, Phantom fans, that's going to wrap up another show for this week. Hope that you all enjoyed it. And you enjoyed hearing from Brandon Steen. Look forward to talking to all of you again next week. We'll have yet another interesting guest to talk to. And we sincerely want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling Products and Brad Edelman from the High Roller for all that they do to keep us coming back to you each and every year and each and every week. And also to Dave Kowalski, the Hall of Fame coach from Michigan, who is also instrumental in starting our Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club. And also thanks to Sam Villarreal, the artist that keeps everybody alert on the internet with his great caricatures. And Brian Hirsch, the other volunteer with the club. So for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some loving care And nothing, well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon